Welcome to Victory in the Word Radio Ministries of Renaissance Church of God in Christ, USA. We're the host, Bishop Dennis J. McMurray is our senior pastor, and Dr. E. Jean McMurray is our first lady. Join us in this inspiring time of praise, worship, and fellowship designed to encourage and motivate everyone through the Word of God. Now prepare your hearts to be blessed with Victory in the Word. God bless you. This is Bishop Dennis McMurray, Senior Pastor of the Renaissance Church of God in Christ of Grand Rapids, Michigan, USA. And it is both my honor and my pleasure to welcome you to the Victory in the Word radio ministries of the Renaissance Church of God in Christ. I pray as you're listening, wherever you're at in the country and whatever time of the day it is, that this message will encourage you and this message will strengthen you in your journey through life. I have come to realize, and I think you as well, that the Word of God does more for us than anything else. For the Word of God leads us to the promises of God. And once we tap into the promises of God for daily living, then indeed we will find a God-fulfilled life. So I say to you today, God bless you and God keep you. Today we are so excited and looking so forward to share this word with you today. Uh, we're going to be very word specific and very uh, Bible study specific today as we are in bringing or in the what we in America call Memorial Day. Memorial Day is such a, a day of uh, significance and uh, and meaning for those of us in the United States of America. And we're just going to spend a little time today uh, just thinking and reflecting upon Memorial Day and its spiritual significance. Or should I say, I found a spiritual significance in Scripture that I think will bless all of us on this day. You've already heard about the Renaissance Church of God in Christ, but I just encourage you, if you've been looking in the greater Grand Rapids, Michigan area for a church home that taps into relevance, we, we, we humbly say that God has blessed us with a degree of relevance here at the Renaissance Church of God in Christ. We follow and flow with the Spirit of God, and uh, yes, we are part of the 112-year-old uh uh, denomination called Church of God in Christ, and we thank God for it. I'm honored to serve as one of its bishops, but at the same time, we look at Scripture, and we follow Scripture, and we uh, try our best to help people realize that there's life in the Word. And so, uh, uh, don't be conceived. Don't be, don't, don't be deceived, or don't have preconceived notions uh, about what you think our church is about because we are a church of God in Christ. That just means we've been around a long time, but God has given us here in Grand Rapids at the Renaissance Church of God in Christ our own unique insight into Scripture and our own unique independent expression of our faith. And I think that you will find that this will be the contemporary worship that you're looking for. You will find that this will be the relevant worship experience that you're looking for. You will find that this is the Bible-based worship experience that you're looking for. You'll also find out that this is the cutting-edge uh, worship experience you've been looking for. 
place for your youth, a place for your teens, a place for seniors, a place for men, a place for women, just a place for God's people. And I invite you to come and experience Renaissance for yourself. I could be a little biased. I could be a little biased in that my wife and I, Dr. McMurray, uh, founded the Renaissance 20, uh, found the Renaissance Church of God in Christ 27 years ago. So I may be just a tad bit biased, but I believe that we are the best kept secret and we don't want it to be a secret anymore. We want you to come and unravel, unravel the warmth and the blessings of being a part of this church and, uh, and you and your family would be welcome. So why don't you come? Come to the Renaissance Church of God in Christ. Uh, Sunday morning worship is at 10.30 a.m. Our midwards our our midweek Bible studies uh, take place on Wednesday at 12 noon in our chapel ministry center. And then Thursday night is our family life ministry night, which takes place at seven o'clock. The adults meet in the family life center and then back in that chapel ministry center, that entire that entire facility is just beaming with young people of different ages. And it can be a family affair. The right Reverend Sly and the family stone said it can be a family affair. And that's just what we want Bible study to be on Thursday nights here at Renaissance, a family affair. So come and be blessed. You can also go further on our World Wide Web at renkojic.org r-e-n-c-o-g-i-c dot org and you will be able to browse through 27 years of God's blessings and God's favor in a place called the Renaissance Church. So looking forward to see you soon. Amen. God bless you. Let us pray before we begin our time of Bible study. Dear God, we love you this this day and we thank you for everything that you've done for us, God. We thank you uh, for loving us beyond ourselves and for being patient with us and and God just 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 loving us like you want to love us, God. And we thank you for your love. Then God, on this Memorial Day, uh, this memorial period as we reflect on the meaning and the significance of the Memorial Day holiday. God, I pray uh, blessings upon those families that have sacrificed their loved ones so that we in America can live the life that we do. For all of our service men and women, our service women and men that are serving around the world, God, I pray blessings upon their lives even now, especially as they miss their family, miss their children, miss their spouses. God, I I pray that you would just bless them and fill the void this day. And God, keep our service people safe. That's my prayer. Safe, God. Not just today, but God, return them all back home safely. I can ask this prayer knowing that you can do anything, God. And we just thank you again, God, that America is America. We may not be perfect, but God, we thank you that we are preferred by you because your hand of blessing and protection, I believe, is upon us. And God, let this word radiate in the hearts and minds of your people. In Christ Jesus' name, I pray and thank you. Amen. Again, I am Bishop Dennis J. McMurray, Senior Pastor of the Renaissance Church of God in Christ of Grand Rapids, Michigan, USA. And on this Memorial Day weekend, we want to lift up a word in your spirit that we pray 
you will be blessed by. We're going to journey to one of the classics of Scripture, one of the classics of Scripture that we all, that most of us have learned and most of us have heard and many of us can recite by, uh, just just recite by memory with even, without having to open the Bible. And that's John 3, 16, 17. St. John 3, 16 and 17 is where we shall travel on this day. Uh, we will begin reading in the King James Version of Scripture, and then we'll look at a couple different versions as well. But John three sixteen, it says it like this. Because there is a word from the Lord. It says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. I want to also look at a couple other versions of scripture uh, in that passage. And uh, uh, I just love the way it speaks to us. And so we will go from the King James Version. And now we'll take a look at what I what's called the New Living Translation. And it says, for this is how God loved the world. He gave, he gave, there it is. He gave, or for God so loved so much, he loved us so much that he gave us something. Yeah, what did he give us? His one and only son, so that everyone who believes in him will not perish, but have, ever, but have eternal life. God sent his son into the world, not to judge the world, but to save the world through him. I love it. I love it. I'm going to read now in the message version of scripture. And it says it like this. This is how much God loved the world. He gave his son, his one and only son. And this is why. So that no one need be destroyed by believing in him. Anyone can have a whole and lasting life. God didn't go to all the trouble of sending his son merely to point an accusing finger, telling the world how bad it was. He came to help, to put the world right again. And anyone who trusts in him is acquitted. Anyone who refuses to trust in him has long since been under the death sentence without knowing it. I also want to read in the final version of scripture is the amplifier. Oh, greatly loved and dearly prized the world that he even gave his one and only begotten son so that whoever believes and trusts in him as savior shall not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send the son into the world to judge and condemn the world. That is to initiate the final judgment of the world, but that the world might be saved through him. And on this Memorial Day weekend, I want to share with you thoughts from this very familiar yet powerful passage of Scripture. And we'll begin our time of conversation today just again reflecting on Memorial Day. 
And the thought behind Memorial Day, and, 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 I'll, and I'll read the nice printed version. It says, Memorial Day is an American holiday observed on the last Monday of May, honoring the men and women who died while serving in the U.S. military. And it became an official holiday uh, in 1971 in the United States of America, a federal holiday. But what it does and has a constant, uh, keeps a constant reminder before the people of our nation is to never forget the people who fought for the freedom and the protection and the privilege of this United States of America. People who sacrificed so much, so much until they even laid their lives down fighting for our freedom and fighting for our protection and fighting for our right to be free and to live and to enjoy life. You know, that's quite a sacrifice when someone will go over and they will fight. Uh, they fought in the various conflicts that we've had as a nation. And, and because they, they, they felt in their heart that some felt in their heart that I, that I've got to fight, that I've got to protect what is known as my country. And, you know, I've got some thoughts on that and, and, and we're going to reflect on that uh, just for just a few moments. And one of the unique points that I remember about soldiers and about fighting was the simple fact that some willingly went to fight for our country and then some went to fight against their will through the draft. But regardless of how and when or under what circumstances, they still answered the call to go and fight for our freedom and for our privilege. Ultimate price, that ultimate price was their life. And if you really look at it and analyze it for what it's really worth here today, I'm sure if they could do it all over again, knowing what the outcome would be and that outcome being the loss of their lives, I believe that many would would uh, choose another pathway, another pathway, uh, Another pathway, because it, it, it's 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 not many of a human being that will lay their lives down for a stranger so that a stranger would have life. Most most people who who met their fate of death in a military conflict really expected to return home, really expected to complete their tour of duty, go back home and and, and live a good life and live a good long life. Many, many of our soldiers, many of our men and women from the uh, latest of conflicts to current conflicts really had no plans. Neither did they, they, neither did they have a desire for their lives to be prematurely, prematurely lost because of the difficulty of war. But they knew when they signed up as well that there was a possibility that they might lose life. But at the same time, uh, they thought that possibility would not become a reality and they would return back home to family and friends and live life 
thereafter. And that's why we keep the memory of Memorial Day fresh every year because we never want to become complacent and we never want to dishonor the gift or the giving of life so that we can live life. And we always want to be appreciative of those families and those individuals who have sacrificed so much so that we can live. And that's where we pick up the spiritual dynamic of John 3, 16 and 17. Because we look at the life of Jesus and our world, humanity was in a, just almost said like I need to say it, it was in a mess. It was a time of conflict, a time of difficulty, a time of oppression, uh, a time of heavy burden. Uh, the Roman government was a hard taskmaster and the promised Messiah by the name of Jesus Christ had been promised that he would be the deliverer and give people the opportunity, the Jewish nation, the opportunity to become free indeed. And so it's rather interesting on this Memorial Day weekend when we talk about sacrificing life and remembering the life of the sacrificed. As you look at Christ in comparison in comparison to our soldiers that we're remembering this Memorial Day, Christ knew, he knew that his life would have to be the price to pay so that we could live. Most soldiers and myself, I was a soldier myself and I served uh, not in the full army. I was in the army reserves and uh, I was in there for 13 years. But at the time, I'll never forget my swearing in when I went to boot camp. And I was told that there could be a possibility that I could be called into active duty. I was told that there would be a possibility that I would have to go and fight and defend my country. I was told that there was a possibility that I could even lose my life defending the country. But in the back of my mind, I said, I'm not going to die. I'm not going to have to go to war. And, and, and if it comes down to that, I'll, 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 I'll try to figure out something different. I, you know, that's why so many people were draft dodgers. They uh, went AOL, absent without leave, and, and just so many things because of the pressure of facing an insurmountable battle. And Christ knew that he was going to fight an insurmountable battle. But knowing that, my, 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 knowing that his final place on this earth would be death, he still fought for us. He still laid down his life for us. He fought demonic attacks. He fought people who lied on him. Or should I say not fought? He dealt with people who lied on him. He dealt with people who talked about him. And in the midst of intense conflict, Christ maintained his focus so that he could accomplish the task while he was placed on why he was placed on this earth. And that task was to go to Calvary. And die for the sins of the world. To die for people who would probably never accept him as Lord and Savior. But he died anyhow. And he went through so much before he got to Calvary. We know the story. He was pierced in the side. 
He was ridiculed. He was beaten with whips intertwined with pieces of metal and sharp bone. And he was pushed and he was ridiculed and he endured so much pain. His lungs filled up with blood, his body racked with pain, but he kept on his mission to die for you and I. And so in this Memorial Day, this Memorial Weekend, I pray that we will remember everything that Christ suffered so we can live. He suffered so that we might live. And that's my subject for today. Christ suffered so that we might live. And I'm encouraging you today, my brothers and sisters, that we don't have to suffer as sinners anymore because Christ suffered and paid the ultimate price and the ultimate penalty for sin. He took sin to the cross. He took sin and defeated it at Calvary. But the devil wants us to pick up sin again and have our lives be devastated by the ugly stain of sin again. But I encourage you on this Memorial Day to reflect and remember on what Christ willingly went through for us so that we might have a right to the tree of life, so that we might have life and that life more abundantly. When you look at that word, it says, for God so loved the world that he gave, that he gave. God gave us something. And that word love means agape. Agape love is the kind of love that God gave to us. The agape love is a unconditional love. The agape Agape love is a love of choice and a love by divine will. I want to do this. You know, that's something Jesus said. I want to do this. I've got to do this. That's why I've come to this world. God said, I've got to give my one and only son because I got to do it. That's the only way I can redeem you, my brother, redeem you, my sister. God says, I got to do it. I have have no choice. It hurts me, but I have no choice. I wish I could do it different, but I have no choice. Isn't that something that God, almighty God could have developed any kind of system that he wanted to, to redeem our sin, but he sent his only begotten son. Jesus gave up his glory, dwelt on this earth for 33 years, just for you. I'm going to personalize it today. He died just just for you. He suffered just for me and suffered just for you. All of you that are listening today. Oh, Jesus went. Well, let's just back up. God went through so much, so much anguish and so much pain until when Jesus's life uh, reached the apex of for while he was sent here on that good Friday when at 12 o'clock when he took upon the sins of the world and he gave up the ghost and he took on the sins of the world from 12 o'clock to 3 o'clock it was pitch black in Israel 
pitch black in Jerusalem. And that and that represented Jesus taking the sins of the world upon his shoulders, so much so until God could not could not directly look at the anguish and the sin that was placed on his son. And the Bible said from 12 noon to three o'clock, it was pitch black dark. And theologians have said that this is when God had to turn his back on his only begotten son. You know how it hurts as a child if you've had your back turned on by a parent, if you've had your life turned on by someone, someone who promised to be there, but they weren't there. They turned there. But you know what that feels like. Can you imagine what God felt like when he had to turn his back on his son? Can you imagine what Jesus felt like when he knew that God had to turn his back on him? That's why he cried out, my God, my God, why has thou forsaken me? For the first time in Christ's life, he did not feel the presence of his father. He was out here all alone bearing your sins and my sins. He was out here all alone, all by his self dealing with something he had nothing to do with but God so loved the world that he still gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life for God did not send him to condemn us but God sent him to save us my brother and my sister the devil wants to destroy you he wants to condemn you and put you out of business but I declare and decree in your spirit today that the devil is a liar and the devil is a deceiver today this weekend is a memorial weekend where we reflect upon those who gave their life so that we can live and I want to remind you afresh this day that God so loved you until God gave his son and then the son gave his life so that you and I might live life it doesn't matter what you're caught up in it doesn't matter what you've been doing as of late as a matter of fact it don't even matter what you're doing right now as you listen to this radio broadcast i want you to know that christ paid the price for every every error every sin every mistake and all you've got to do is open on your open your mouth and say lord help me now the lord is ready he's ready to help you the potter is ready to put you back together again you may feel like your life is broken into many small pieces and it can't be repaired oh my brother my sister brokenness can only be made wholeness when you Submit your life to God, and this will probably be one of the toughest decisions and the most trying journeys you'll ever make in your life. But you got to get there. You can't get there by yourself. You can't get there on your own will because if you could, you'd have never got in the predicament that we've got in now. Oh, my brother and my sister, we all fall down, but we can get back up again. For the only difference between a saint and a sinner is we can we get up again i want to let you know today on this memorial weekend that god gave his agape love to you it was a personal gift from god and god gave it god gave it God gave it with no expectation. He knew some would accept his son as savior and he knew some would not. I beg of you today, you be the one that does. You be the one 
that accepts salvation. You'll be the one that asks God to forgive you of your sin. You'll be the one that cries out, oh God, help me now. You'll be the one who reaches out to the heavens and asks the Savior who died for you that's now living for you in the heaven, sitting at the right hand of the Father right now as I speak, making intercession on your behalf, asking God the Father to continue be, to continue to be merciful, to continue to be patient, to continue to be loving, because God knows what's on the inside of you. His son Jesus knows what's on the inside of you. My brother, my sister, be like the great prophet when he said, choose ye this day. Whom you will serve. Repeat this prayer after me. Say, Jesus, I don't know how I got here, but I don't like it. And on this Memorial Weekend, I remember the gift of your death so that I might live. Wash me, forgive me, and help me. In Jesus' name, amen. Follow this confession up. Follow this choice up. Find you a good church. Find you a good church. This broadcast reaches all over the country. So find you a good church somewhere and get plugged in and let the Lord make the difference in your life. God bless you. God keep you is my prayer. Thank you for listening to Victory in the Word Radio Ministries of Renaissance Church of God in Christ USA, where our senior pastor is Bishop Dennis J. McMurray and Dr. E. Jean McMurray is our First Lady. It is our prayer that you've been moved by the Word of God. We welcome you to join us at 1001 33rd Street, Southeast Grand Rapids, Michigan, 49508. Be prepared to attend Sunday School at 9 a.m. in the Family Life Center and our Sunday morning worship service at 10.30 a.m. We also invite you to attend our midweek worship opportunities on Wednesday afternoon, 12 noon, in the chapel, and Thursday at 6.45 p.m. in the Family Life Center. Feel free to call us at 616-243-0991. Also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thank you for joining Victory in the Word, and until next time, walk in victory.